0: Welcome back to another episode, everyone. Thank you for tuning in. Um, we are recording the intro to the podcast we've literally just recorded with.
1: My saying it, all oh, right? Yeah, with Yushi. What's he been doing. He's been out on the streets of London, documenting the Euro. What do we say? Celebrations out on the streets.
0: Yeah, yeah. Celebrations, celebrations and Yeah. But it was a real, real interesting conversation, which you're about to hear anyway. Um but yeah, what a guy. Fair play to him. He he got involved with everything. Um and yeah, it's it's a it's a good episode, isn't it? I really enjoyed that conversation.
1: Yeah, yeah, it was great chatting to him. Um he's and some amazing work over the last couple of weeks all the photos he's taken it's so good obviously we'll put some of them up through the episode and go and check him out on instagram and uh to see a lot more of what he's been up to
0: yeah um, definitely definitely interested in just hearing his like mindset towards his photography especially in that kind of atmosphere yeah. um, and being able to successfully document um the goings-on um, of all the hype around the Euros and the football, and especially at mm. Wembley and Hyde Park or wherever he was, he'll, he'll explain in more detail. Um, but yeah, thanks for tuning in. Thank you for watching. Go follow him on his Instagram and go check out his website, which on his Instagram or his website, he has his new book for sale, mm. which is called... Rave to the Grave. Rave to the Grave, yeah. Real it's good the
1: second run, actually. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The second edition of it, so that's great.
0: We're super pumped to have him on as a guest, and also he's one of the Front Ambassadors, so he will be on Front when we launch. He will have a profile on there, and you'll be able to buy his work and have it on your wall, which which I will have on my wall. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Thanks for tuning in. <laughs> more, please. Like I said, we're going to talk about how you've documented the Euros basically in London. Yeah, yep. So I don't really, I, I'm pretty sure we don't really need to ask why you decided to go out and shoot that because yeah, it's on, it's on your doorstep effectively. And pretty much, it is. Yeah, it's an opportunity, right? Um, yeah. But, yeah, like, did you have to plan anything or was it just a case anywhere you went was was a photo opportunity? It
2: was. So it all really kicked off when the, uh, the Tartan army, the Scottish, came to London. That was, like, the first big day because yeah, before yeah. then, everyone was, like, quite quiet watching the game in pubs and, like, oh, wow, group stages. Not many people cared. But when... Like twenty thousand people just turned up to London and destroyed Leicester Square and then tidied it up afterwards. But they just came into London and it was like such an insane atmosphere. But it all kind of spiraled up from there because I felt like English fans needed to show them up afterwards, after they were after they left the group stages. They they celebrated like pretty full on at like eight PM onwards. And it, it was mostly down to that that Scottish game and I had no intention of photographing it and um, I was actually working uh, that day in the morning and I walked around and I was going to head to a photography talk and I walked through Leicester Square and saw like three four hundred Scottish people just celebrating and this is a day before the the actual game and I was like this is amazing and they put foam in Leicester Square's fountain and I was like I need to come back tomorrow I came back tomorrow and people were just really happy to just be in the Euro, you know, the Euro football game. And then they lost and they were still celebrating and I found that pretty hilarious. Oh, they drew, sorry. And um, after after that, it kind of spiralled onto oh, England's next game. Oh, it was a win. People were celebrating. Where they're celebrating. Oh, Piccadilly what, Circus.
0: Wasn't it the case that there was only meant to be something like, I, I don't know the exact number, I'm going to pull all figures out of my head here but it wasn't only meant to be like let's just say 5000 Scots at the game or something like yeah, that. Yeah. It wasn't yeah it wasn't like that at all or whatever the percentage was. Yeah, there was a very like
2: small amount of people actually watching the game but most people came to London to like show support and like watch games in pubs or just like find a place to watch the game. But one of the worst things uh, I guess best things is there was no like official place to watch the game outdoors. I, I think a few, a few years ago, they have a Hyde Park. It's like a fan zone or London Bridge. But there was none of that. There was Trafalgar Square, but that was a ticketed event. And everything was pretty COVID safe there. So I found just a lot of people just watching their games on their phones, especially towards later games. They were just sitting in Leicester Square with like three or four other people just watching their games. There'll yeah. be another group behind them. But there was, at the Scotland game, there was a very small amount of, like, Scottish people
1: actually watching the game at Wembley, which yeah, I is, is hilarious. I saw that. That's one thing I noticed in your photos, that so many people sat on, like, side, like a curb on the side of the road, like a few mm. people crowded round, just somebody yeah. holding a phone or sat in a, a park or wherever it was. And mm. I guess, was that because people just couldn't get into pubs to watch it yeah
0: no what
2: well, some some pubs like box park in like
1: shoreditch was mm. charging like 160 pound a ticket which that's is insane because wow. yeah. i saw yeah. loads of people there and i did wonder like how they were running that but just that's crazy yeah exactly and especially
2: if you're going to sit down and buy a pint for like six pounds just to throw it across a room when england score it's a bit worthless but it it was more the atmosphere was there if you can get into a pub but you were very limited if you got into the pub but it was more like there was more people more people watching the games on their phones which was really nice and quite quite intimate (laughs) yeah yeah
0: and you you just just kind of found all this out just from kind of what I'm guessing that you you know like you said you went to yeah. Trafalgar Square on a work yeah uh, side for work and then you kind of realised the kind of atmosphere and that you know you can kind of document this and then it did yeah. it kind of steamroll from there that you're like well I'm going to go I'm going to go back for every game I'm going to make sure that
2: yeah yeah essentially so like I'll, I'll be watching the first half then oh England are up England are winning I'll just go straight to London or I'll be in London and just waiting for the England game like watching it on my phone. And walking around Piccadilly Circus, walking around Leicester Square and Chinatown and Soho, trying to find these big cluster of fans. Mm. And I found that a lot of people aren't—they weren't from London, so they didn't know really where to be. And because Trafalgar Square was closed, Leicester Square is right behind that. So someone posted on Twitter, oh, everyone meet at Leicester Square. And 2,000 people turn up, 4,000 people turn up. And it kind of just became almost like a viral thing to do, especially after the Scotland game because they they destroyed no they didn't destroy it they they kind of they destroyed um, Leicester Square <laughs> I, like I the, the fountain at Leicester Square I think it was a Shakespearean fountain yeah and I've seen so much filth
1: in the water around it it was oh, horrendous like I think I remember was, that from one of your stories on Instagram yeah um, just seeing somebody like just somebody walking up to someone and like kind of throwing a punch at them or something yeah yeah think, and...
0: everything you're saying I'm like oh yeah I've seen a photo or video <laughs> and I realize it's probably your photo or your video yeah
1: <laughs> yeah
0: but
2: it was like the flower bed around the fountain was completely destroyed. There was people throwing glass into the fountain, people urinating into the fountain. And when people jumped into the fountain, they got cut because of the glass. Yeah. So they were bleeding into the fountain. And I saw people just swimming around the fountain, gargling the water. And I'm like, this is not safe. Oh. And then they were climbing on top of the fountain. And like I, there were just bodies everywhere. And it was so, like, tight and so – it was quite nice. Everyone's really kind for that Scotland game. Mm. But they were happy for pictures to be taken. And you could just walk around and people were almost po- posing for you. Like, it's a club – almost like a club photographer, and which I found really weird. And that happened at the other England game. So, that like, yesterday, I was walking through Leicester Square and a group of lads were, like, spraying beer at each other. I'm like, oh, I'll take a picture of that. And then they were like, oh, can you take a picture of – i awesome. oh yeah, sure. They took a picture, and they're like, oh, how much is that going to cost? I'm like, it's nothing. Is that do you do keychains? I'm like, wow. no, no, <laughs> yeah.
0: Missing out so, there, mate. You could have made a couple of
2: bob with
1: that. Yeah, yeah.
2: yeah. Oh, I thought I, I would feel way too guilty. Like yeah. someone's, like, oh, it's twenty quid for a picture. I'm like, I, I can't take that, man. You well, not like
1: portable payment devices, couldn't you? You could get their address. Mm. They could scan oh, that, pay you twenty quid, and get a little key, yeah. back, send them the keychain. So, well so... Qatar, is only
2: next year away so yeah. I yeah.
1: that that's
0: so any any of the any of the pictures that you've taken are they are they just for yourself uh, or what did you eventually get any work from it sort of thing in terms of like publishing or anything like that
2: yes uh a lot of it is just documentary so i'm like storing them for my project which i will talk about a bit later but um I I did get a few. I did like sell a few like stock pictures, but um, Huck magazine just did a quick article today on uh, the pictures I took yesterday.
1: Okay. So which was really great. Um. So yesterday, yeah. were you at Wembley yesterday? I I was at Wembley for a few hours. Yes. Yeah. Was it around yeah. the time when everyone broke in? I I just left before
2: then, and I'm happy. I left before then. Because yeah. that, that was pretty terrifying. That what happened there?
1: Yeah, because I saw a picture that you posted or a story anyway, and then and then like oh, pretty soon after saw some footage of that happening. Mm. So it was like, oh wow, okay. I uh, wondered if you were kind of like you saw any of that happen, or but what was it like? Like what was the? atmosphere? it, it was like? it was pretty terrifying. To be fair, like.
2: I, I saw like Italian fans almost like hiding their like shirt, hiding their flags and bags, and just like, almost like running towards the stadium. Mm. But the whole, the whole of like Wembley Road was packed, mm. and it was like really really tight. But people were throwing bo- like just throwing glass bottles over their heads, throwing footballs, throwing smoke grenades and traffic cones as well. Anything they can get their hand over, they were like throwing and like trying to celebrate that. Lots of beer being thrown. But it it was weird because I'm I'm pretty sure like half the people there or more than half weren't even going to the game. They were just at Wembley just yeah. in case England won and celebrate there. But it it was pretty insane. A lot lots lots of stuff being thrown. I was like hit on the head with um no uh, not a uh, not a Wembley. Sorry, I was uh, hit on the head with a bottle at um, Leicester Square. But um yeah. I had a few people just throw pints at my face. Just because they thought it was funny uh, at Wembley, and I was taking a picture of, of, of someone, and this guy tapped me in the shoulder and just threw a pint at my head. And I'm like, "That's not funny." Yeah,
0: yeah. that's kind that's quite a nice little segue into like the whole racism around the kind of result, yeah. isn't it? Because you know, if we would have won, no one would have batted an eyelid. Yeah, but now there's no, this no. thing, there's this racial kind of thing around it now, and which is. Mm stupid, like, it was 100%. horrible watching
1: it because it was like, yeah, like you say, if they'd have won, they'd have been heroes, and yeah. it wouldn't and, yeah. it, and it wouldn't have mattered that a couple of uh, penalties got missed, but as soon as you saw it happen, that's like the that's all I could think about, I was like, oh, mm. it's going to be awful, but is it something that you experienced, or yeah,
2: sadly, I experienced it for the whole most of the day, actually, mm. and I said to them, my friends, when we watched the game, we all watched it at the Kirby Estate, which is the, I guess it's quite almost like a cult estate now. They put all the England flags out every major football tournament. And it's, they, those guys are really nice. Was, you, was and, you there with Christian as well, Christian Cross? I was there with Christian and a few other photographers. So we were all there together. Yeah, because I, and... I saw one of
0: Christian's photos and I saw the flags yeah. and everything. I was just like, yeah. that's amazing. That, that's, that's a proper atmosphere, right? That makes you proud cool. to be British, so It, it, it is. So, I mean, and if everyone's they, kind of looking after everyone, that's that's great. But then when you hear kind of like the racial side of things, it just makes mm. you feel like, makes you, well, you're not proud of, of it at all.
2: Well, I, I said to them, as soon as the game ended, it was like, things are going to turn sour. It's like, there's going to be a riot either way. If England win, there'll be a riot. If England lose, there'll be a riot. And the first people they will target is the photographers just because they want someone to do, they want someone to target. Mm. So we all kind of went our separate ways when the game ended. And I was making my way through town to go home. There was like no, no buses, no, no um, underground, no tubes because of people just fighting each other. Mm. So TFL decided they needed to shut it down. And I was walking along, waiting for a bus. This guy just shouted something at me out of nowhere and I'm like it's not needed and you could tell he was angry at the result you could tell he was like quite drunk but it was, it was it wasn't needed and there was stuff earlier that day where people were just kind of like pent up and a bit almost like drugged up drunk and they were just saying some pretty horrible stuff and I'm like oh, I brushed it away but it kind of makes sense they just want to pin the blame on someone when they when they when they're a bit angry or sad about the result someone
0: different to them do you know what i mean it's, yeah different yeah. You know? yeah 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 well i was gonna say because uh, one of the questions I had because obviously a lot of the kind of like protests or things like that that you go to and you document you'll have a press pass right because you're, you're yes. working. well yes. something like this is is that kind of like a comfort blanket that you've no longer had or is it kind of much and much alike
2: well i i have my press pass I always have my press pass at stuff like this and I, I hide it because a, a, like, especially at the football games, people come up to you. Say, oh, you're a journal. Oh, you're a scum. And I'm like, thanks mate. Thanks. I <laughs> already oh, see a person with a photographer. So, oh, you work for the BBC. I'm like, no, I wish. And, <laughs> and they'll get, they'll get kind of confused and offended by that. And I feel like the more people see like, People with cameras, they, they get freaked out and they think, oh, why is this person here? Why, why is that person there? And this, if I'm just walking around with a little camera with a small flash and a, and a and a prime lens, I can kind of beat it away, saying, oh, I'm a student and I, or oh, I just do this for fun, which I normally say, I just like doing this for fun, and they're like, oh, you can take a picture of me then. I was like, I'll send it to you, so it kind of have that mutual agreement that I'm not going to sell their picture to like the FBI or BBC. But um, but if I have my press card around, people will look at me and target me and they will see my camera as like, oh, this guy's going to get us in trouble. And I've seen it happen to other photographers where they walk around with huge, like, lenses, huge flashes, huge press cameras. And they just get targeted nonstop. They have drinks pouring on them. They have stuff thrown at them. And if I go a bit under the radar and act a bit kind of – uh
0: one of them sort of thing <laughs>
2: yeah I, I will be targeted too and it, it's a shame because like I already stand up more than other photographers I'm smaller and of course I'm brown <laughs> so I feel like I'm a bit more targeted but um if I if I walk around and think I carry like an empty can of carling pretend to drink it like, oh let me take a picture of you mate pour the carling mm. at your mate's head and he's oh yes do it and he yeah. does it and I'm like oh yeah lads. And then I'm like, oh, I just need the picture, and they're like, cool. And then they do it again, and I get another picture. And then someone sees me taking a picture of them, and they ask me for a picture. It kind of spirals on from
0: there. It's cool because you kind of build that instant relationship, right? Because that's kind yeah. of what you have to do. You've got no other choice, have you? To... Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I always kind of, when I look at your pictures, I'm imagining 10,000 people down one small street. When really, you're probably walking past. You see a let's say a small group of say five to ten yeah. people mm. and you've got that interaction with them and you instantly build that rapport up. And then before yeah. you know you maybe took a f- two or three kind of impromptu photos and then before you know it, yeah. you've got that relationship with them to say, oh, do this, do that, do that. And then you can really yeah. kind of, you know, show what it's all about.
2: Mm. Yeah, especially it helps because I'm quite short, like walking through big crowds. So I be, be, walk through a crowd and I kind of break into like a circle of lads and I'll just turn around and they all like they're all just like sniffing drugs, yeah. and they'll look at me and like they in the headlights like, so all freeze. I'm like, oh, I'm not the police, mate. Don't worry. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, let me see it in your hands. And I'm like, oh, what's that? And they're like, they'll tell me about it. Like, let me get a picture of it in your hands. You're like, oh yeah, let's do it. I'll t- take a picture of it. I show them, and they're like, oh, that's so cool. Let me do another picture of me sniffing it. And I'm like, are you sure? Yeah. <laughs> like yeah, I'll take a picture of them. And they're like, oh, send it to me. Send it to me. And I'm like brilliant and do another no. picture
0: wasn't there one and photo it, that you posted where someone was doing like drugs off i can't work out what it was yeah. it like, a vein or something
1: no it's their hand isn't it
0: oh is it the hand yeah it was, yeah, it was, it was a hand, hand.
1: It, was a, it was a finger yeah yeah
0: oh, i thought i know it sounds weird i thought it was like someone it had a me scar it, yeah. on their arm and it was like oh. you know somewhere to kind of rack up that's that's what, <laughs> that's I, what I
1: thought yeah like weird sinewy arm but it's yeah, yeah.
0: it's got the perspective yeah, such yeah. an
1: amazing shot though Yeah, yeah, yeah I've only correct. got a second to
0: capture that but again yeah. I, I was unsure how you kind of catch that whether it would be like oh yeah I was you know I had 20 minutes with this group of lads yeah. whoever it might be literally like less than yeah. less than a minute yeah yeah, it's crazy isn't it yeah. what, what camera did you use out of interest Uh let me put it out um, I didn't know it would be the Ricoh the whole of the Euros I
2: just use this and it stinks of Stella right now yeah um, <laughs> I picked up this really small Nikon flash yeah which is perfect and then I used my Nikon camera and a wide 24 mil lens and Mm. I used that for the whole
1: thing nice is that your is that a new one or is that your old this is the one I brought after everything got stolen right yeah I did wonder that yeah oh man Throwback that yeah yeah I was thinking about that the other day I thought Mm -hmm. I must have got a new camera by now
0: I wonder what you got Mm. So Mind you, I, w- I wouldn't be surprised if you took all those on your phone because I've seen how good your photos are just using your wow. phone. Thank Mr. You. Photographer of the Year. Say, there it is. Yeah, there it is. Nokia 3210 special. Yep, that's it. <laughs>
2: <But> <laughs> it's, it's a weird one, especially when people do, they openly do drugs. And a bit about what, what happened at the um, the protest rave I photographed a few weeks ago. Mm. everyone's doing drugs and mm. especially when you walk around with a camera people half expect themselves to be to tell people that they're doing drugs because they're doing it so openly and if you ask them about it they want you to know and if you ask them for a picture they most likely let you take a picture if you if you're right about it if you if you can't just go with a big zoom lens and like really cropping in their face of them sniffing because then they'll freak out you could take a picture of it in their hands or in their in their pocket, and then build that up from there. Learn how like they react to you as a photographer or just someone curious.
0: I'm guessing you're just I mean, respectful, right? If someone doesn't want their photo taken, it's not like you're going to be a dick about it. You're just
2: no, no, of course, of guy. course. But, if, but the, if,
0: the only reason I say because that camera, it's not the most subtle camera. I, I thought you might have used the recode. Yeah, but...
2: the the reco would be drenched in beer. At least my Nikon's a bit weather sealed. I, I say a bit.
1: <laughs> when you're photographing people and they're taking drugs, you you you're primarily talking about like cocaine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even at the raves. Or, yeah. But, because that to me is like a, a, just a drug that makes people kick off. I guess eventually. Oh, oh my god! Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty like. You know, like you get that kind of blackoutness of like blackout drunk cocaine mixture. Yeah. Whereas, yeah. like, I thought maybe when you were saying about people taking drugs at the rave, it was more like ecstasy or something that people might be a bit more naturally kind of happy to speak and um, mm. have have their guard down. But in my mind, and maybe I'm wrong, loads of people taking coke would be <laughs> like quite aggressive and yeah, they'd yeah, have their guard up and wouldn't no way like want you to be taking their photo um so but yeah maybe maybe that's
0: but maybe that's the balance because you know if you're on drugs and that it has that kind of effect if you're in if you're you know you're all sat around with your friends the atmosphere is that you're excited to see this football game right yeah yeah that's what you're building up to and then that's why the violent bro- the violence breaks out afterwards when the result mm. doesn't go your way and then the drugs kick in and all of a sudden mm. it's violence, not the kind of lovey-dovey atmosphere. You know, we're ready for the game to kick off. We're excited. The excitement's gone. It's just anger now, isn't it, when you get a bad result or it doesn't go yeah. your way. Yeah.
2: Well, that's, why, that's why I'm happy I got... I, a lot of the like, pictures I took of people just, just openly sniffing, they're all really early on in the day 10 till like 2 p.m which is insane but it, i got it early on when people are quite docile mm. and the the later it goes you can see people kind of like switch and especially yesterday i was i left leicester square around 4 p.m and by then like windows of like a a burger king restaurant there were smashed people were just like pelting glass bottles at police and it became very sour very quickly. Mm. And that was the same with Wembley. As soon as things kinda of change or it gets closer to like the game, people just start like really kicking off, like fighting police. And it's d- during the game as well, like people were just at it at Leicester Square, they were just beating each other up. And it made no sense. It's like you're right, when when everything really kicks in, reality breaks and the flood gets open, they just go like all at it and then just try to fight each other.
1: Yeah, that, that's I guess. That's when you get that kind of like mob mentality. Yeah, that it yeah. just starts and it and it breeds through a crowd of and everyone just starts. I think we talked about it last time. It literally, just popped into my head. There's a book called Among the Thugs, a doc- yeah. journalist, yeah, who kind of infiltrates a group of football hooligans and talks exactly about that kind of crowd. Uh, culture <laughs> sort of thing, but yeah, it's yeah. such a, it must be a very weird thing to be in it but not part of it but like, yeah. the photos it that makes- you've been posting, they really show like you feel like you're right in the middle of everything, mm-hmm. it's amazing Yeah, and I, I was going
0: to say that because surely surely the final, you know is going to be the biggest Yeah, the, the craziest kind of night, especially as well as kickoff was at 8 o'clock, it's not like oh. It was a long like day. It was, yeah, it wasn't like why, a daytime kick. Why
1: was it kick? so late?
0: I don't know because it was you I, know, know. I, I think it, Wimbledon really, was on as well. Yeah, Wimbledon was on as yeah. well. So you had yeah. Wimbledon Wembley. And then, you know, even even here in Northampton, we had queues outside pubs at nine AM. Yeah, so of you, got, you know, like you know, eleven hours of drinking and doing whatnot before yeah. kick-off even starts. And then yeah. for all that to happen. Well, then then the game itself was what, two, two and a half hours because of extra yeah. time penalties. So you've got people that have been on whatever for best part of 14, 15 hours, say, and they get a bad result at the end. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. So, like, it's-, <laughs> it's
2: a lot invested, especially like I saw I saw people paying like like two or three grand plus for tickets. And even like walking past, I spoke to these guys when when I was leaving the Kirby estate saying they just lost eight thousand pounds on a bet. I'm like some people are just like insane but it's almost like that crowd mentality is very deluded at times like yeah. thinking it it will come home it will, they'll win because they're all in London and they're all celebrating they don't really take anything else into into, fac, into into action
0: yeah suppose in some respects though you kind of I would say like I was going to ask were you kind of like scared at any point but I feel like you were somewhat expecting what would happen, especially as oh, yeah. you, you document 100%. protests, you go to these raves and you know, all, all the kind con- you, you know, your body of work the, the work that you produce, you're somewhat a seasoned veteran, right? So you kind of know, <laughs> know, know <laughs> how to work people in, in that exactly, kind of environment. Yeah. Um, but yeah.
2: Well, I I I was like half expecting if I wanted England to win because then I knew that I wouldn't be in trouble. But I was walking through crowds. And I kind of recognized a few faces from pro right wing protests, mm. and they were like, being really nice to other people, other photographers, and they were like, "Oh, you're right, mate. Oh, we're gonna win, England, England." I'm like, "I know who you really are, man. There's mm. no need to pretend." But, like walking through, and you could, I could just tell the way people speak, and they're like, "Oh, you're right, Abdul. You're right. You're right, Mohammed. Come take a picture of me." I'm like, and I know underlining if you take away the England shirt. There's a lot of like racism there yeah. even if they're oh. calling me by like that and i half ex- i i knew something bad will happen like if england would were to lose that's why i kind of really kept a low profile as soon as the game ended mm. and i put my camera away and i'm like i'm just just someone walking home yeah and even then it kind of makes it pretty terrifying that like I, I was on edge almost you Most should have so.
0: to feel on edge do you know what I mean like I yeah get, I get feeling on edge in terms of like the, the crowds being around and you know it's you know we've just lost the euros first time I get mm. the atmosphere I get the mindset people might have been in but there's no need to you should never feel scared no one should feel scared do you know what I mean period yeah like, not, not for their it, safety
2: it is pretty horrible as well like especially after just like hearing on Twitter, like oh, make sure you get cab home, like m- black men especially and women. And I was like, surely this can't be true. And then some of my friends were like, oh, this this might happen, so just be safe. And I'm, I was I was scared. And I heard of more of my photography friends who was around Leicester Square. He was strangled just by some other guy just randomly. I'm like, that's insane. And I and I kind of didn't want anything to happen. I was I, I was terrified. Like this morning. So I was, I just need to just walk and just keep my head down and walk and just walk until I can see a bus. And I did it. And then, apart from that issue that happened when I was waiting for that bus, I was fine. But who knows what could have happened? It would just take one guy to kind of, oh, I saw you at Leicester Square with your camera. Oh, let me put a bottle in your face. I'm like, yeah. cool. Well,
1: even, and yeah. for no reason whatsoever. But it's, it's yeah. terrible, isn't it? The fact that, like, anybody in the middle of a crowd, that doesn't want to be there, or yeah, for, you know, for the same reason that everyone else is there, is going to feel on edge or a bit scared. Yeah, away. but to for the fact that you essentially feel more scared because of the color of your skin is just yeah, fucking mental. Like why? How in this year, in this day and age, how is this? Is this kind of like nineteen sixties, nineteen seventies mentality of? Some people, it's I kind of I like I would like to think it's like not the majority of people, but certainly the people who think it are
0: pretty fucking loud about it. And yeah, yeah, um,
1: that's the shame
0: of it. it. Only takes one person to ruin a reputation, yeah. is not it? Like, and I'm sure you you know, right? Like you've got friends or people that you hang around with, whatever it might be, that 100% respect you. Don't matter, like. Yeah. in a circle friends it doesn't matter to me what anyone looks like I, I respect them as people but and you think with everything that's without kind of deep diving too politically into it like all the kind of progress we've made i don't know if that's safe to yeah. say or not say i don't want to you know be that person mm-hmm. who says that and it's not agreed with but you would think with how much it's now in your face and the kind of education around it shall we say yeah it shouldn't be a big deal um but it is and it's sad but um it it seems yeah yeah, it feels like
1: I think it's that kind of like echo chamber thing you feel like you're making a lot of progress yeah Then when you see the reality of what some other people think you just think yeah that's it those people are never going to change their minds they're never gonna start acting differently and that's kind of what do you do? Because you can't just be like, oh, well, they're racist. That's
2: yeah. fine. Well, I, I mean, I try to brush it off as much as possible, but when it becomes quite apparent and quite, quite in your face, mm. you, you just have to, I mean, you can't aggress, address it to that person and say, oh, you're wrong. You can't say that because then he can turn around to his friends who all probably think like that. I'm like, this guy, this guy just called me an idiot. Let's, let's throw him in a Thames. I'm like, Okay.
1: Yeah, that's what I always think. Like, you see people on social media, and it's easy to say, "Call out racism wherever you see it." It's so hard. It's easy to be like at work to go to your hate manager and be like, "Oh, this person said something," or on social media, reply to somebody and be like, "That's not very nice. You shouldn't say that." I'm gonna send a copy of this tweet to your like to your wife or your boss or whatever. (laughs) but the reality of like the kind of the op- other end of that is you on your yeah. own in the street being shouted at or kind of less than subtle things being said to you or whatever. But yeah, what do you do in that situation? And like so, I said,
0: you said, you know, you brush that. it off because you're, yeah. you're strong enough as a person to that. But the point is, you shouldn't have to brush it off. You yeah. But it sh- you shouldn't be in that situation to have to brush anything off. And it don't matter how strong you are as a person. You still know deep down that shouldn't be that shouldn't happen, and, yeah. and you know, the majority of people know that. Do you know what I mean? And it's a shame that are mm. people that, that are also kind of
2: misguided,
0: yes, yeah, and yeah. I,
2: I do want to say, it, although it was it happened, it was a small group of people that have that that said it and that did the things they did, but a majority of people were quite welcoming and very like open for like pictures and just talking. And there were a lot of people were just like happy to be there which is yeah, great of yeah like it, it takes a few people to ruin it for all and i think the more people realize that the more they can like spot that in groups especially yeah. when you see someone almost like working they see someone kind of on the fringe or just like in the group and they they've been targeted or they have a bottle trapped at them or they have a pint from like, porn on them it'll be it'll be better or nicer to see oh i saw that man that wasn't nice you okay and if the more people kind of realize that more people understand that it makes i feel it may it'll make more people feel safe in bigger group bigger of sporting events protests but it it hasn't yet
0: let's let's go back to the pictures um yeah is there any kind of like ones that stand out to you in terms of the ones that you've got um that maybe mean have a, have a deeper meaning, I guess. Or so, yeah, uh, like uh,
2: let's talk about the one some some uploaded today. Like um, the guy with his like arms like spread across, lying on dried pasta, which is is pretty funny. Yeah, and then I his friend that. like pouring, yeah. pouring a beer on him. Mm. People were just throwing like dried pasta at each other. They were throwing like meal sauce at each other at like a weird, a weird almost thing is so strange, it was, like, strange thing, yeah. it was like just seeing people walk out like sainsbury's with like a cat like 12 cans of stella in one hand and a pack of dried pasta in the other hand just so they could throw it at someone else is is hilarious but um that, that was a pretty lucky picture like it literally happened like three or four minutes after i reached leicester square and i saw this guy like throwing pasta and then he slipped on the floor and I was oh are you okay? And he was getting beer chucked at his face. And take a picture. And then, yeah. and then he got up. And I was like oh I took this picture of you. And his friends were like oh can you take one of all of us? And I'm like sure. And I took one of him and his friends. Well, yeah. Well, and they, what
0: they- say the percentages in terms of people that would see you take a photo because I'm sure surely there's a fair few photos that mm. people are completely unaware of. Right? You're just a you're another person in that crowd and you happen to have yeah. your camera and take a photo. But the ones that right. kind of- relate with and you show the photos to mm. i just wondered what kind of balance that is I
2: would say like 60 percent of people do see me oh,
0: yeah.
2: because when i'm like looking directly at them and i take a picture of them they kind of almost pose for me a bit or I, i'll hold off they scene with a camera and I'll, I'll wait for them to kind of hold off and then i'll take the picture or we'll move and a lot of it is like just pr- like snapshots i'll see someone doing something like throwing a like throwing um a pint or like a pineapple um at someone and i'll just quickly grab it and it will notice me but not have the like reaction to like either move or kind of stop throwing the pineapple at someone yeah but it, it's 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 just it's, it's like quite quite like snapshots almost it's just that being in a moment i'm like walking around and seeing like a crowd of people like in front of you like dancing like, do i go there or do i go around them so, it kind of like commissioning, like finding where to move and finding groups and sounds. It's a, there's a lot I take to factor.
1: Yeah. It's a real like art form to like, oh, yeah. You to doing it. Obviously, it's an art form, mm. like, but actually, <laughs> you know, you're finessing it every single time you go out and you're out almost yeah. every day from what I can see. So, like, whether it's, you know, <laughs> this or before the Euros, but. Yeah, it must be like you've got like so much experience now in doing it. Do you feel like you can get those shots a lot more easily now than you could maybe a year or two years ago, wasn't it?
2: I feel more comfortable in asking people to do something again, mm. especially if it's like if, football related, but if it's something that was like a snapshot and I saw it and I missed it, I'll go up to the I'll go up to the person saying, Oh, can you hold your flag this way and just look back there again?" And I'll kind of cheat the system a bit and take a picture of them again. Saying, oh, "I missed it, but I got this candid picture of you now. Let me send it to you." And they're like, "Oh, it's fine. You don't need to worry." And I either walk away or give it to them or find a, find a way to give it to them. I was gonna but say it,
0: how, I how do you send it to them? Like, you just take, uh, just take their number and WhatsApp it when you
2: when you got No, it. My, my phone. And, I, I use instagram i just say oh if you just message me on instagram i'll send you the picture but sometimes i forget to like give them the picture and they'll just hound me like messaging me like three or four times an, an hour i'm like i i don't even open the, the, the message because it's in my like requests yeah yeah but it, it's pretty just relentless sometimes especially if i i took the picture and then they did something to me that i wasn't too happy about and i'm like i i just have this almost so pseudo leverage on you is I don't want to give you the picture. Yeah. Especially
1: after you throw a pint at my head. I thought you were going to say, like, you've got a Wi Fi and enabled camera where you can send the pictures <laughs> and send it to the camera. <laughs> it's a kind of mad thing like oh, that. I, I I wouldn't even want that. I
2: don't I want it. take I, ages. I, it will. It will. And the big thing is when there's so many people in such a small space, like, most, most phone data won't even work. And like you, you'll probably you'll probably experience this. Like if it, if it's a protest or a a football game, and you'll just see your phone messages won't send through. There'll be just too many people trying to send messages, and the date the the what the data beams would be just decide not to work like a few hours until you leave that area. Yeah. I feel you like the same
0: yeah. every new year you know like the yeah. first yeah. minute of every year like everyone yeah to text everyone saying happy new year and you, you yeah the point. just just give it yeah. Minutes, yeah you have to
2: send it 10 minutes earlier so like yeah. when when you're there and you're alone you're kind of almost blind until you can find a way to get reception but when you're trying to communicate with people in like these protests i'll be on the phone to like my friend and i'm like oh i'm, I'm in leicester square and you could hear him you can hear people shouting over the other end of the phone He's like, oh, I'm lesser squared too, and he's like, okay, that's that's all I can can here. I'm gonna have to find you somehow, and you just have to walk until you bump into each other. But it normally, if you're there alone, you're there blind, which yeah. again kind of makes it a bit more scary.
1: Yeah. But
2: being with other people makes it safer.
1: Yeah.
2: But makes makes images, I think, harder to get because when you see a group of four photographers, they're like, is this a news team? What's going on here? And they. You you have to kind of joke around. Oh, we just do this for fun, and they you, they look at you like you're insane. So well, this this fun, but other people are like, oh yeah, look, four people taking our pictures. We're celebrities. Like, yeah, yeah.
0: Blessing yeah. though, because like it is fun. Yeah, to, like to us as photographers, that is mm. the excitement of being able to go out and take those kind of photos. But I was talking to my listeners yeah. about you the other day, and why your photos are important as well to me when you think of the euros in another 20 years or 50 years or or even next year right yeah people will look back and see photos of the players on the pitch you know a nice group photo or whatever it is or you know slow motion footage of harry kane heading the ball or whatever it might be but that's the football which is awesome like yeah but what is the atmosphere around that what how did England come together for that? And I know you're yeah. in London and I guess it's very different to a country pub out in, you know, Cornwall somewhere, whatever it might be. Yeah. But to me, I look at your photos and it documents that time Oh yeah, as an Englishman. Do you know what I mean? And that's important, yeah. I think. And that's why the photos stand out because I know I can look at those photos in 50 years' time and go, wow, that's what it felt like to be there. Why am I wearing that hat? <laughs> Do you know what I mean. Fashion, fashion, but yeah. um, but that's why it's so important, and yeah. I think that's what wasn't around 50 years ago. It was just the, the photos, and yeah, that's why they're good to me. I,
2: I also think it, it's a very like trying time to like how everything's, especially with like football and sporting events. It's it's going to carry on being like that next year, but it's going to be very corporate and like not being able to get into these like open areas just for fans because i didn't have the right press pass or i didn't i didn't want to pay 200 pounds for the pass and just roaming like this like roaming like the west end for like two or three hours until i found somebody watching their game on their phone yeah and it, like having like seeing a picture i think i uploaded it seeing a picture of like 15 people surrounding a guy with a speaker system watching the penalties at the semi-finals or watching watching the penalty at the semi-final and just like Tiptoeing over someone's shoulder and like taking a picture over their head, and just like almost like watching it, almost like through my camera, through through them, and it was it was nice. It's like I, I wanted to watch the football, but I had to take my camera with me, almost to watch it with them. Yeah. So it was like a key.
0: You kind of are there to document it, but you're also yeah. there to experience it, just like everyone else. You're just the, yeah. The, yeah. I just have a camera and I like, as well.
2: I Like, uh, yesterday, uh, I watched the whole game with, uh, like, like, 10 other photographers at the, the Kirby estate, and they, they were fine. With it. We we're all taking our own pictures. We we're all enjoying the game mm-hmm. and watching it. And when we kind of... We, I think we all knew how to gauge, oh, Christian's taking a picture, so we'll, we'll move out the way. Oh, um, another photographer, the East London photographer, Metty, he's taking this picture, so let's all get out this way. Mm-hmm. And we all kind of understood our space and understood the space around the people watching the game at, in their home. And we kind of just, we were all very respectful. And it was, it was nice to like live that moment because it was such a like, intimate day. Yeah. Other than like watching it as well, like watching it on someone else's phone and seeing everyone else's reactions at the same time, because someone else had fast the internet. So they, they celebrated first, but this guy was Delayed like two or three minutes. So he was still watching the game, but delayed. Yeah, so I, that was I was watching
0: it two minutes behind, and we didn't realize <laughs> after the first goal where you can hear everyone's kind of chatting. Yeah, yeah. And then we were like, oh, yeah, we're, we're behind. But it's funny mm-hmm. you say that because there's like these unwritten rules with photography, and it's the same in other things. Like, and when you were just saying that, then like, you know, you might see Christian take photos, so whoever, whoever yeah. taking a photo, and yeah. you instantly get out of the way. And that's not something you have to do, that's just out of respect. And it's, yeah, 100%. I kind of relate that to skateboarding because when I go skateboarding, if you went to a skate park, you're not going to try a trick that someone else is trying, just out of respect, mm. and you wouldn't take the same yeah. photo if someone else took the photo. Do yeah, you know I mean, and there's those under you know you let someone go. if You see someone trying something, yeah, encourage them, right? Like and whatever yeah. it might be, and, and it's weird how that kind of relates to photography as well because you are all there together, even though you're all your own individual photographers with your own yeah work on things, even with your own cameras, but still, very yeah. much you you, you know there's still that level of respect there.
1: So what's the thing you you're working on? Project. Yeah. So um,
2: it, it's actually very related to the, the my book Grave to the Grave, mm. which is out now, by the way. Um <laughs> but, uh, it's, send us a I'm link
0: and we can share it. Yeah, yeah I, I should you'll um, probably sell out after we share that to be fair, because oh, sure. you know that'd yeah, be amazing. Numbers. Um but
2: I I kind of want to explore how uh, crowds work in protests or just crowds work in like mass gatherings Uh, almost post-COVID and how everyone seems to be like half caring, half wearing a mask, but just very close to each other and how intimate everyone are is now. And by, by the looks of it, more intimate than people were during these like sweaty raves and how a lot of these like protests resemble raves because of everyone follows the speaker system everyone follows these big crowds and everyone kind of lets loose and does drugs openly and just jumps and like becomes very animalistic and it's it's almost like mirror mirror, mirroring each other but very different at the same time
0: yeah wow so yeah that's That's what I'm working towards that's awesome and what's the idea from that is that to create like a book or a zine or a collection of work
2: I don't even know I'm just I'm shooting but... until I'm, I'm, I'm happy yeah. so I'm kind of aimlessly walking to like every protest and trying to figure out oh I've seen this kind of scene before I don't want it again but this guy's playing a DJ he's playing his DJ decks in a crowd I've got a similar photo to that of my rave book so I want to get a similar picture to him so it's a lot of like like comparing and like contrasting each photo so by the end of the day my my head feels like it's going to fall off it's just so many pictures i'm trying to reference and like trying to figure out what i can relate it to on the day so when it comes to it i can say this picture matches with this picture i took four years ago at
0: in it must be so hard to do that because you obviously you know you know your work better than anyone else right but at the same time if you're going somewhere with a vision let's say i was going let's say i was doing a portrait shoot with someone yeah I can I can take that person to a location that I've already scouted, and I can yeah. take exact photos that were in my head. But mm-hmm. with you, you're going into the unexpected, right? So you can't yeah. you can't like plan those kind of shots. You can hope for the best, and then hope that you yeah. don't miss, miss it. But yeah, it's yeah. a weird one to kind of think about, isn't it? I think I think
2: thankfully, a lot of these like protests and mass gatherings all are in very similar places. Yeah, either like. Hyde Park, Leicester Square, Trafalgar Square, and you all kind of follow the same rules depending on where they are. And the more I go to them, the more I realize they they have their own set of rules themselves. Uh, it's so each place is very different and also very the same to one another. It so it's it, it's it's like kind of learning how to work in like five different scenarios mm. at the same time, which is which is. Odd. Yeah, yeah, yeah. imagine.
1: Sounds yeah, awesome it must, it must, like you Thank say it you. must be hard to get the different like almost find different types of shots. Like if you're a gig photographer, yeah. You'd go, you know, gig photos, they look amazing, but I imagine as a when that's your job, yeah, you just go, Well, yeah, they're pretty easy to take, to be honest. You these yeah this is the type of picture you got to get, these are my Lightroom presets or whatever. Yeah. And you just go, yeah, there you go. It's easy to make it look good because you've got a great subject matter, but everything looks the same. If you took, the photo, took a photo of a stage with a crowd yeah. in front of it, it's going to look pretty much the same to every other gig, you know, ever, really, just the different mm. sizes of stages and crowds. So it must be a similar kind of thing, I guess, with protests, particularly if they're in the same location, yeah different people or maybe not you know all the time but you said like you say you see some familiar faces but you've got different people but the same location protesting something similar they've got masks on they've got signs you've got mm. police on the horses so yeah it must be quite a task to spot something unique about that particular thing yeah. I guess that's
0: yeah. what I like.
1: Maybe that's why it's really engaging looking at your photos because you're in the middle of the crowd. You're not taking yeah. them really far away like we discussed before. You're right, yeah. And it's you're focusing on people and the individuals and what they're doing. And I'm interested to see what you come up with. Thank you. Thank I was you. Thinking,
0: I was just thinking of like a wedding. Then, for heaven's sake, like as a wedding photographer, you would go. Yeah. There. It doesn't matter what the couple is, you're going to take the same photos with the same presets after you edit them because yeah. that's what they want. Where you're yeah. going to something where every kind of gathering that you go to, whether it be a protest or rave or hmm. whatever, whatever it might be, they're yeah. all about something separate, and you have to kind of show that in the photo yeah. taking. So that's quite yeah, quite a weird one to think about, isn't
2: it? Yeah, like I, I would say the only thing, especially what you just said, it, the only thing different between the the England like. Photos I took and the the protest rave is that one 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 group is wearing England England t-shirts and but they they're essentially doing the same thing like singing dancing throwing beer at each other doing drugs the same thing but one's one's wearing
1: a t-shirt it was an England top yeah. that's it yeah maybe you need to do like a guess where it was taken like you know, <laughs> from the you know, yeah. Ticket. So it's just like headshots and you can't tell yeah. rave. Which,
0: which match was this from.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> rave or football match or. Yeah. I'd take that into consideration. Yeah. That sounds good. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. That don't
0: listen to good. us. You're doing better than us, mate. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Have you got, Have you got any parting words or you want to Ooh. give a shout out to anyone? <laughs> uh, I want to
2: say some parting words. Um, don't get stellar on your camera. <laughs> yeah.
0: Hang on, let's write that it, down.
2: Yeah, makes it very sticky. Um, but no, if if you mass gatherings, if you photograph people in a big group, shoot fast, shoot, shoot with a wide lens, and get in close. Get yourself involved. Yeah. Well, yeah. Of course, I, I was wearing a mask for most of it. <laughs>
1: yeah. Well, yeah. But, no, that... um, great i think you're very brave doing it and keeping going to it it must be very um
0: yeah 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 definitely looking forward to seeing what you've got coming up soon yeah Um, thanks so much guys and as always we'll you know continue to share your work because we like it (laughs) thank you guys (laughs) thank you so much. much yeah no problem yeah appreciate it